call. <laughs> oh God, that's good. That's good. Oh, awesome. oh man. All right. We can do it if you want. We can if you want, we can just save it to another time. It's up to you. No, we we can do I because I'm kinda curious what you actually wanted to ask about it. So I'm just gonna say a bunch of bullshit I'm sure you've already heard before. Okay. So this topic oh, great. This topic, we're going to talk about the state of artifact. The state of artifact. So the reason I want to talk about this, I don't know. I think I heard you talk about Twitter. It was on Twitter. Yeah. I guess I saw you reply to someone, someone saying something to the effect of, I don't know what to do now, now that my, all my artifact homies are, are, are gone or something like that. And I, I <sighs> what you, said. you were like, you've been playing Dota. And then I was like, yeah, Drew's been playing a lot more Dota lately. I wonder what that's about. Okay. So we can talk about it. Yeah. Basically, in a nutshell, um, Artifact had a really bad launch. Um, Artifact's launch was so far uh, removed from what was anticipated or expected that essentially Valve kind of came out and said that they have had the biggest disconnect between uh, their expectations and the actual events that in- unfolded for a launch of a, of a product, of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they, they put out this game with a pretty... How do, how do I describe this? There was a couple key concept issues that people were not willing to back down on. Uh, the biggest one being... I will be discussing them soon. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of already going to, but oh, you, I mean, ahead. do you want to get into it? No, no, no. No, you go ahead. I I, I will also add my, my two cents. Because <clears throat> you're, 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 I, like I said, I'm doing this topic just to piss you off, so I'm going to do my best. I know. You fuck you. Um, <laughs> so the... Cause, cause the problem is, is a lot of the core issues that other people have with the game versus my issues with the game are vastly different. Mm-hmm. Um, the the biggest takeaways are RNG mm-hmm. and the monetization model of the game. Those were the the biggest factors of the negatives that people reamed into Artifact for, and uh, it was basically, what it amounts to is Artifact's been a game since November, and since November it lost 98% of the original player base, Mm -hmm. which is... So it started started around 60,000... 60,000 was the peak concurrent players, which was at any given point, there would be 60,000 people on. It currently sits at about 200. Yikes. Okay. Okay. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, It's it's definitely not good. Um, Now, the reason why is they released the game with out features that they bragged about being in the closed beta like replay features um free draft mode 
all these all these things um and they also didn't give a microtransactional uh freeway to play the game so there was no like free way to earn cards uh on launch of the game uh now everybody compared this to hearthstone which is entirely free to play which we'll get into that i'm sure mm-hmm. um because i'm another person who dropped a lot of money on hearthstone and can tell you that game is predatory and definitely not free to play at any stretch of the imagination it's it's not don't even try to act yeah. like you can have fun on a free to play account you definitely could no you can't the, it is a could. it is a joke among streamers to actually have free to play accounts to show how shitty it actually is you can make you cannot well, be know, competitive you cannot be you, competitive you in an, any make, standpoint no you can't you can make an aggro deck based completely off oh okay that's fine and that would never get you to the point where you could actually win money on a free-to-play account i don't care what you say you could not be competitive you could not play in a hearthstone pro league on a free-to-play fucking account it's impossible that's fair but you can make legend or whatever oh yeah you can can make legend and there are definitely memers who do that but they also win a hundred fucking percent of their games or like 99 percent of their games the average player who's trying to make a free-to-play account uh is going to be grinding their life away and they're going to be okay with it Mm-hmm. And I don't get why people are okay. Like, time is a very precious resource to me, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would rather spend the money, get the cards, get what I need, and and have fun enjoying the 15 minutes that I can sit down and play one of those games. Whereas other people are okay with slaving for hundreds and thousands of hours to earn three cards some people don't see it as slaving. Some people enjoy the like me personally. I didn't spend a bunch of money. I enjoyed opening a pack and being excited to see what's in it. And, and, and I that's that's totally fine. But to I'm evolve. I'm saying that I used to get shit for buying all the cards mm-hmm. by by friends of ours who tried to do like predominantly free to play accounts, yeah. and they would get salty because I had all the cards and they weren't willing to spend the money. But the thing was, is like I had. A million other things to worry about so i didn't want to invest all that time yeah that's fine i mean everyone's different strokes Every, different folks. everyone is different right but yeah. people are spoiled by the concept of of hearthstone i think honestly it's it's too good of a like of a free system that I it's think... it's definitely spoiled the digital card game uh market in in my I opinion think... I think Artifact created problems that its competitors did not have. Artifact, even outside of that, there's a whole pay. You have to pay just to play. You have to pay to play, but that's because you can sell your cards back. If think think about this for a second. If Artifact mm-hmm. was free, mm-hmm. um, and and you could get on and earn all the cards for free at at the beginning of the game, Axe was the most expensive card. On the Steam market, it costs $37 to buy one Axe card. If I could earn 10 Axe cards for free, I just made $370. That's a big if. 
No, but but you can do it if you have 10 bots that are grinding away on free-to-play accounts that are just earning the daily quests and rewards to get these free cards. It, the paywall made sense in my like from my perspective because mm-hmm. the Steam market exists. In Hearthstone, they don't have that. You, your cards, you, you buy them or you earn them, they instantly lose 75% value. You cannot get any Steam Bucks or V-Bucks, Hearthstone Bucks. You can't get any Blizzard dollars from that yeah. where you can buy shit in their other games that are not free to play. I can't, I can't sell all my Hearthstone cards and buy a character in Heroes of the Storm, can I? No, no, you can't. Say that again? I, in, in Hearthstone, I can't s- dust all my cards and buy 10 characters in Heroes of the Storm. Okay. I yeah, can't do that. In in Artifact, I could sell five Axe cards for $37 and buy 10 other video games. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, no, that's extremely fair. That's why it wasn't free. <laughs> I mean, you have to... You <laughs> because have to the Steam market that. exists. Like you said you have to have... A t- and also, the Steam market does fluctuate. It, so no, it does now fluctuate. That the game, now that the game isn't as popular, everything has lost its value. Well, yeah, everything has lost its value, but that was not... They did not want to artificially lose the value by dumping a load of free cards into it. Also, they, they could have just made these cards not sellable. Uh, they could have, but... Then they weren't then using. No the well, no, it, it didn't solve the issue because the the way they make a lot of money off this was they take a percent off the Steam market. So it mm-hmm. made sense for them to let you trade the cards and sell the cards because they would take a cut every single time. From a business perspective, that's a genius way to make money. It, if people it are is. willing to pay, and and at Which first means- people were willing to pay. The the other thing that ended up being a big drawback to that kind of monetization model was their actual mistake, which was paying to play what was perceived as the ranked play. Mm-hmm. They did not release the game with a ladder, okay? Mm-hmm. They still don't really have a ladder in the game. So no real MMR. So no no visible MMR. There is still no visible MMR. Um, that is my biggest criticism of the game. To, and you'd have to pay to get those cards. You you had to pay to get the cards, or you had to pay to play the the what was called expert play. It, it was released being called expert play. Mm-hmm. So people associate expert play with ranked. Even though when you read all of the fine print, Every single game that you played added to your ELO-style MMR. Okay. But people didn't fucking get that, or I don't know why people missed that. I got it. I understood that. But it seemed like the rest of the world doesn't get because, that. Because in most card games... They have a ladder. They yeah, have a ladder. The, the, and the ladder is what people really care about. Yeah. So but, even if that was the case, then they should have made a separate like MMR system. And, and they definitely should have. I am, I am not disputing yeah. that. I still want that. Oh my God, I still want yeah. an MMR system. I want to be able to see if I'm in the top 1% of players and, and mm-hmm. know it not only because I'm playing against the top 1%, 
but because I'm visually able to see that I'm in the top. I wanted a leaderboard, right? Everybody yeah, exactly. really wanted a leaderboard. That mattered for a lot of people. Now, the the thing where Valve and Richard Garfield went wrong is mm-hmm. they were... I mean, and it makes sense why they went wrong, because they... Richard Garfield created Magic the Gathering. Magic mm-hmm. the Gathering is a paper card game. They tried to mimic a paper card game on a digital platform. They did not try to remake a Hearthstone. But, they tried to remake Magic online. But there's no pay t- for entry in Magic. Yeah, there is. Is there if, a pay? If you want to, if you want to, you want to yeah, you have to. You no, have not, to go I mean, to Walmart and buy the cards yeah, you or whatever. Buy, you, have to, you have to buy the physical cards. And, and if you want, if you want to go, like what they were trying to mimic on Artifact was like the concept of going to your local card shop and playing in Friday Night Magics. You pay $10 or whatever, you open up a sealed pack of cards, you play with that pack of cards, and then at the end of the night, you take those cards home. But you had to pay for them, right? I mean, yeah. you paid but the $10. Paying, then you're paying for actual whatever. cards. Now I have to pay just to get in to be able to pay for more stuff. You see the problem? Well, no, no. I know the problem. The The real problem was that there was there was also no way to freely earn cards. The only okay. way to yeah. earn cards was by yeah. either buying them or buying these tickets that were like discounted card packs basically Mm -hmm. now uh richard garfield actually just went on a podcast to talk about artifact like this week i did okay uh hear a little bit something from that i listened to the whole thing and a lot of the key points that were brought up in there were um directly related to the monetization model Mm -hmm. and when you listen to them it like the thought process still makes sense. The mm. paywall, okay, let's say $20 is just bad, right? Let's mm. say to buy the initial game you have well, to pay we tax. Don't have to just, we don't have to just say it's bad because it, it the result, we have the result. Well, we have, we have the result, but like in my personal opinion, I didn't think $20 for two decks of cards and, um, and the, what was it? I think you got... You got two full pre-constructed decks. You got um, ten unopened packs and five event tickets. What, so ten unopened cards. packs is twenty dollars. Five ad- event tickets is five dollars. So mm-hmm. you're already getting twenty-five dollars out of value out of the twenty that you spent, and you're getting two full constructed decks. Yeah, but when you buy cards, you can still you can still buy cards that you've already got in your pre-constructed decks unless i'm mistaken no you can but you can also then just like in hearthstone you can do the same thing right Mm -hmm. if you buy a pack of cards and you open up a pack of cards you can still get commons and you just dust them later right yeah but your standard in hearthstone your standard cards that you get don't not the not the um not the ones that come in packs you get certain the one board rush that has uh uh, wait, wait, what's it the first turn it's on the field it, it goes right it can go right yes there there is there a cards that you cannot it doesn't matter how many packs you open you cannot get them you will just have them you yes cannot, and uh, and i i get that but you also like i i just want to break that down for you and say how often are those cards solely those cards 
a list of an actual competitive deck. But not everyone wants to be competitive also. No, not, but, but, but see, fun. that's like also right. the big yeah. difference between Artifact and Hearthstone is Artifact was initially per- publicly perceived to be released as a competitive card game. Mm-hmm. So if you're not willing to take the heat of being in the competition, then get the fuck out. And they did. People did. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people <laughs> did. Um, but I think that a lot of that was due to Valve decided that they were going to take the standard Valve approach of doing small updates, balance type updates. And they never addressed any of these bigger issues. The monetization. The... There's also the issue that it's, uh, and I don't mean to interrupt you. No, you're uh, fine. You're fine. There's the potential that the market is already oversaturated with digital card games, with Hearthstone, with Eternal, Elder Scrolls, <laughs> uh, Duel Links. They, they um, okay, so yes, there no... are a lot of very popular digital card games. Um, I think the the core gameplay of Artifact, what mm-hmm. is supposed to actually make Artifact stand out, I think does. There is no other card game that is nearly as complex, in my opinion, yeah. And and it does actually feel more like a real-time strategy game than a digital card game. I love that. And I love yeah, I think, that factor. Okay, so I, there there are a couple points there. Yes, the game um the game is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not trying to I'm not sitting No, I know. You're to you're trying to make here, me mad trying, and I think it's yeah, funny. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just great content, you know. No, it is good content. It's, it's good. It's it's I like the fact that the game is is probably the the crispest looking in terms of card games. It, it's probably the best looking card game. It's so ever. beautiful. It's so beautiful it's and it's also uh and it functions the, well. It functions very well. The UI is designed very 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 well. Um yes. if you don't understand anything that's going on, I think once you understand some of the core concepts, the UI makes it that much easier to understand what's going on uh with even the design of red x's on what's going what's calculated to die on that combat phase to even um little nuances like you if you sort your cards by draw order it sorts your opponent's cards by draw order as well all Mm. these things that are normally built into uh, deck trackers and Hearthstone stuff like that were just integrated into the UI on launch. I thought yeah, that that I, was amazing. That is cool. I still think that the game is, it appears intimidating and it be, it appears like it's it's a little bit more like you said it's more complex. It is. It it's more complex. So that's an issue because it doesn't appeal think- to casuals. And exactly. and, and the the casual, the casual... It's not connected to to like a TV show the same way, like uh, Yu Gi Oh is or whatever. Yeah, because Yu Gi Oh. I get it. To me, Yu Gi Oh is one of the most complicated. Oh, it's, fucking it, it is ever. Yes. The fact that I watched, I watched um the show helped me to understand when I it was time for me to play. Yeah. When no, Yu Gi Oh is fucking complex. Yeah. When I used to play competitively, having to try to explain to a, a new person how to play who has never even watched the show was the biggest fucking chore in my that's, entire life. That's honestly how I felt playing games like Pokemon 
TCG and Dragon Ball Z TCG. Like mm-hmm. that that shit was extremely complex to people who didn't get it already. Um yeah. and and I'm sure if I played Magic more, it would have been the same for Magic. Like I I've had Magic explained to me countless times and I'm still like too nervous to even really go for it. And and I yeah. know how to play Magic. I just I refuse to because I'm nervous about it. It's it's very complex and I play Artifact. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a complex game, you know? But like to me, I think that um, with any new experience, you're going to have some semblance of a learning curve. And mm-hmm. I, I do think that you're right. It is it is pretty intimidating. And how Valve could have addressed that is put in custom game modes that were no timers, simplified, simplified, simplified yeah, different good. thing like that, right? I... I can totally get behind that, like the whole concept of like the innkeeper in Hearthstone, mm-hmm. right? Or like those mini series in Hearthstone that you can earn cards. Now, I think that just because it was not released with that does not mean that that was not in the future plans. Yes. But because the release went so poorly, I think mm-hmm. that people didn't even give those concepts a fair chance. I mean, people. Yeah, I mean, because people have made mods, custom modes of artifact that you can go in and you type in the console and it brings up puzzle mode. There is a puzzle mode, like they probably could have put in a real life. You go in and create your own puzzles mode that would have been great. And clearly, it's out there because people have done it and, and used it. And there's YouTube videos of of people playing through these puzzle modes that were created by other users. But people just, like, here's where I get pissed off, is people heard so many bad things about the game, bought mm. the game, just so that they were able to, re- like, re- actually review the game poorly, and then they got a refund for the game. That's the kind of shit that's been going on I mean, to inflate that, yeah. those bad numbers. Yeah, that's... That, I think that's that, bullshit. Yeah, but I don't know how often I can say for sure how often that is or how often people just don't like the game. Well, it's probably in the data. You can probably see how many people have bought the game and then mm-hmm. refunded it yeah. within the first week. Yeah, I mean, that's and, like, and, and also that's and visit. also left a bad review. The data is probably out there. And if it yeah. was if it was out there to the point where Richard Garfield brought it up in an interview, then I'm assuming it probably happened notably enough to the point where it actually damaged the game. Yeah. I, it, I mean, it could have it, been even yeah, a couple hundred yeah. times, but that's still a percentage of of times where people were getting f- refunds but, fully. But how, yeah, but how many people are actually, they get the game to try it out and they genuinely just did not like it and then, then they get the refund? That's something that the data is no, not going to show. That is, that is something that I think that it would probably have to be like length of subscription to the game or length of purchase, right? If if yeah, it was after to, a certain... You have to... I guess you have to... You have to own it for X it amount of days hours, or return right? it within X amount of days. I think it's like you can't play two hours of games. On, on If you play at least two hours, then you can't get a refund. I think it's how Steam's... I, I forget the Steam rule or like the actual point yeah, but i had to return a game recently but yeah i think that that is is definitely bs i think mm-hmm. that um if if you want my real hot take on it 
Um, because I'm a content creator for it, right? So I think mm-hmm. that this is this is where we can actually get into the skinny of things. And this mm-hmm. is where you won't see me really get heated uh, in the sense that I'm, I'm not mad about it, mm-hmm. but I, I think that uh, this explains a lot. And uh, it's it's a take that I have voiced to several other community members and have gotten some relatively uh, good and bad feedback on it. Like, mm. because some people are like, you know, I've just never thought of it that way, but I can totally see that. And other people are like, nah, that can't be right. But but it's it's a real thought. Um content creators were in the beta there was a a slew of content creators uh people like creparian people like swim hyped uh these pro players and content creators people like sir action slacks and sun's fan all the way to uh people who got contracts to play artifact before the game even came out right beta testing and whatnot all the beta testers right but it was it was a list of people who were pros slash content creators and they were chock full of exclusive content just waiting to be released and for people like me that sucked because i didn't have a closed beta key i was not able to play the game for hundreds of hours or in some people's cases, thousands of hours. And I was not able to create exclusive content to have. And I was not able to do all these other things that these people had advantages for. Competitive, real-life competitive advantages were held by these content creators and pro players. And I think that when you release a game... And there is 250 people who currently already have thousands of hours dedicated into this game versus when you release it to the masses and you say, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to have a million dollar tournament, right? We're going to have one of those in the first quarter of the year. Um, doesn't that sound like complete and total not fair bullshit for those 250 people? They have yeah. such a huge advantage already that yeah, not mean, only are they set in content, but they're set in the competitive scene. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, uh, there was a lot of people who, like me, wanted to start their content creation dreams in Artifact. Like, I, I was not a streamer before Artifact. Yeah. That was my plan. I wanted to stream. I didn't necessarily care if it took over as my full-time job or anything like that Mm. i just knew it's a card game it's a dota card game this is what i've been waiting for this is what i I love card games i love dota and they are combining the two and sign my ass up sign me up and i am going to work my ass off and i am going to play as much as I can, I'm going to stream as much as I'm, I can, and I'm going to, if not be competitive in this, I'm going to cast mm-hmm. in this, I'm going, which I'm, I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. And there was so many people who had this pipe dream of 
quitting their day job to become artifact pro players or artifact streamers. And when this competitive advantage was presented right in front of them mm-hmm. to these other people, they were like, that's fucked up. That's bullshit. I hate this game because look at all these other people who are already so far ahead of me. I mean, it's it, it's hard for me to agree with you because it's 250 out of the 60,000 people who played. And I mean, also people... Sure, are, like, it's 250 out of those people, but, but guess how many content creators are still putting out artifact content right now? I can't imagine too many. Yeah, want to know why? It's because those people who weren't willing to put in the work are not there. If you what are you not... Mean? Like, like uh, you know Capitalist, the Dota caster? No, but... Uh, sure. he, he casts a lot of Dota with um, Blitz. He's, he's really popular. He's one of the top-tier Dota talent in the whole scene. Um, well, he actually was invited to cast the first um, go-live tournament of Artifact, right? And people were raging that he was able to go cast it. They were like, why? You're, you're not an Artifact talent. You, you aren't. He's like, because I've worked my ass off for the last seven years in esports, that I have these connections that I'm able to to do this. And he was catching a lot of flack, and he went on stream to say, um, I'm sorry if you are offended by me being able to cast this artifact event, but if you want to cast an event, go cast an event. If you want to do it, put in the work like I have for the last seven years. Yeah. Instead of just expecting to be able to quit your day job and start being a streamer the day a game comes out, like it's it's an unrealistic expectation, right? Yeah. And I think that there was a lot of people with those unrealistic expectations. I mean, I think in our text messages, I had muttered the words, I want to be the Kriparian of Artifact, right? And how yeah. can I be the Kriparian of Artifact if Kriparian is fucking being that? Yeah, it's not like it's it feels daunting, right? But I'm still yeah. casting artifact, right? I'm still there. Yeah, I'm yeah. still doing it, even and though I, I think, don't have a big following. I'm doing yeah. it. I think that problem still exists in anything, though, regardless of what the medium is. Like if you do, like if you be becoming a YouTuber or us doing this podcast, yeah, exactly. How many other podcasts are there? There's you know? a billion, right? But we're yeah. actually we're sitting down, we're recording them, we're actually yeah. doing the work, right? Yeah, the yeah. the people who are uh, shit posting and leaving the game and leaving bad reviews and being like it's not fair because all these because that was another big concern in the reddit community and stuff like that is there were too many people with competitive advantages and they didn't think it was fair and they whined and whined and whined and mm-hmm. when they were trying to stream just, yeah. the game and they sucked at the game they just blamed it on bad rng there when, is a lot of RNG in the game. No, but there's a lot of RNG in every game. And yeah, and uh, just... the ELO ratings actually show that the better player wins more often than not in Artifact. Oh, I, yeah, I believe and, it. And the fact that the only thing is, is the fact that we couldn't see those ELO ratings is where the mistake lies. If you just made those ELO ratings visible, the MMR visible, and you mm-hmm. saw that the top 1% of players won 80% of the time, 90% of the time, then you could be like, oh, well, that's why they're up here and that's why I'm down here. 
right? You can visibly see that in the numbers, in the thousand point difference that exists in the ELO rating after the first week of data, let alone yeah. months of data. It, it probably yeah. got to be a 6,000, 8,000 point ELO spread, like yeah. a traditional MMR system, right? But yeah. because we couldn't see that, it sucked. It hurt. It hurts me. I want to see my numbers, you know, like yeah. I want to know it. And just like you said, like the complexity of the game was the point that um, the point that I was thinking about earlier is, yeah, it didn't have the initial the initial ability to go in and create these custom games and do things like that. Um, what's the most popular game in the world right now? Uh, League of Legends, right? Besides or Fortnite, 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 yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite. One of the things people complained about about Fortnite for so long was that you didn't have you didn't have the ability to go in and practice building. Well, my biggest complaint about Fortnite is there's no fucking tutorial. You just yeah, get thrown exactly. into the game, exactly. and I don't know how yeah. to play the game. Exactly, exactly. Oh and God, so I hate Fortnite. Decided, yeah, for, I'm not a Fortnite fan either, but Fortnite decided to in, implement those things. It just didn't come out with those things. It also, I don't think it ex they expected to be this big, honestly. Oh, but definitely. Outside not. of that, outside of that, um, I guess. But people enjoyed the content so much that even though it had its problems, it was willing to stay and and, and stay and well, wait but through them. That's which... because Fortnite also was able to address some of the other big concerns at a relatively faster rate even like though those were some of the like i mean they they balance the game pretty well and they're they're constantly i don't know balancing. how much balance i don't i mean i don't know how much balance you can do to a battle royale system game well they balance damage on weapons and they That's balance fair. they balance yeah. these concepts where they're like oh this fucking gun is broken and yeah. they they tweak it and stuff like that and and those are the kind of things that stop people from playing a lot of the times is how fair do how i broken. feel while i'm playing mm -hmm. right is it the person who lands in a certain spot first wins the game every single time that's not very fun then yeah. everybody's yeah. just going to go that try and land sense. in that space or whatever it may be right but the thing that i think uh valve has done very improper is the the things that they tried to fix to keep people worked for that little brief period of time, but then it quickly lost its luster because the the bigger things that you're not addressing are the, are the things bigger are the bigger are the problems. Away. They they decided to instead of uh, tweak the monetization, instead of tweak the RNG, they tweaked card balance, which had some positives to it a lot of people were like oh they're willing to balance cards and make things not broken and mm -hmm. they're willing to buy back my cards that i thing, invested that's another in. problem too though that's another problem but too, though, but they were willing to do that 37 dollars to to buy an axe and then you rebalance axe and now it's not worth 37 dollars. but they anymore, they sold it they they did a buyback of those cards Mm -hmm. when when so, they nerfed them they bought mm -hmm. back the ones at the current market value for everybody who did it within the first like 48 hours or whatever so, it was at that 48 or the pre-nerf value so you would get the money you, re, you would get that money for what you what you actually paid for yes okay well, so i spent 37 dollars on it right or whatever mm -hmm. and then that they nerfed it 
as long as I acted within that first 48 hours, I got my money back for that card. So if you invested an axe coin and bought 10 axes and then they nerfed the card, you were able to sell back nine axes for 37 a piece and you got your money back and you didn't feel cheated. Does that include like if you if you opened up an axe? Yes. Okay. It does. Well, that seems fair. You just had to act within the time frame. Mm-hmm. And that was that was a big thing and and people really liked that. They thought that that was honest and very nice and and like it they were like showing that they weren't trying to totally dick you over. Mm-hmm. Because if Axe stock drops from $37 to $25, then that could be a problem too though even if it, even if they don't nerf an Axe, let's say they create the continually the mutations are coming, right? That's that's a new thing that are coming to the game or am I wrong mutations well I mean uh, I think that they're gonna actually either there's there's well, two you want to get to that you want to you want to get to that I mean we're second. running on close to two hours but yes I can okay. get to that really quick uh, I think one of two things is gonna happen there the last update that they released said that we are going to not release any more updates uh, that we are currently still working on it, but it's going to take a significant amount of time. I think the last time they said that was when they were talking about Half-Life 3, which was like 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, so they're game dead. So it's either the game's dead or uh, we're going to have to wait like six months to a year to mm-hmm. get a kind of artifact two. Yeah, because I, I know uh, Richard Garfield had left. And now he's just but kind of an advisory role, right? Richard Garfield and Three Donkeys left because at the time they fulfilled what they were supposed to do. They don't they don't stick around for these projects. Uh, they they design the game and then they sell it off and but then also, they from yeah. what I understood, they they before this happened, they only had a skeleton. They they dropped some employees to the point that they only had a skeleton crew remaining. They they dropped. So yes, and there was a lot of speculation around this kind of stuff. But if you think about it, when you need to overhaul a game, why mm. would you keep the same people who thought that it was fine, even after it was clearly not? Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you know of it? Did they hire anyone else or a new designer? A new well, the way the way Valve works is not like your traditional company. Mm -hmm. It's a flatline structure, which means anybody can work on any project. Okay. Which is why I'm worried about them never releasing another update because there's a also real world possibility where people are like. Uh, fuck that game. We're just never gonna touch it ever again. And then nobody picks it up and does anything with it. Which I assume, which is probably be my assumption personally. Well, I mean, it's it's a lot of people's assumption. Yeah. In in all just honesty, because... it's it's the biggest concern. It now, would, it would take a lot to convert people's opinions and to draw them back in. In my opinion, I I think that there are some things that you could do that would do that pretty much automatically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the paywall system is, it, honestly, even even if it makes sense to them business-wise, I think people I, aren't going to... I agree. 
you can make it, into it you can make it free to play i i get it but i would stick away from predatory microtransactional mm-hmm. core concepts of how you make your money on the game like hearthstone yeah. does yeah. i would stay away from that that is predatory i do not like it i do not respect it yeah because i, I mean, was a victim of it i was a yeah, victim I mean, of it it was you, annoying I know, I know like you said we're running on to, can you explain what you mean by predatory micro, micro trend like exactly. in in hearthstone yes i can play uh, i think a pack is a hundred coins mm-hmm. and in order to earn a hundred coins i think you have to win 10 games mm-hmm. right and they cap it at you can earn 300 coins in a day, which is winning 30 games in a day. 300 coins in a day. Well, you can you can also do the, the, the quest for the day, and that'll give you like 400 or something. Well, I mean like, th- like 30 wins coins within a day. Okay. Like they yeah. cap that, I believe. Like you can't play for 24 hours consecutively, win 150 games, and get 1,000 coins. 500 coins i don't think you can do that yeah yeah you're right um so there's this free way to earn these coins but then you can also just buy packs of cards for uh bundles that are quote-unquote deals that Mm -hmm. you're you're getting more than what the coin is worth in a sense right like Mm -hmm. You're buying a yeah. pack. Even though they create the value. Yeah, they the, create the value. They create the value, yeah. They're the ones who decide what the value is. But I, I see what you mean. But then they also, like, whenever a new expansion comes out, they release bundles where you can buy, uh, you know, 50 packs for $50. And I've never been to that because it's just that... Uh, it just was never my thing. Well, yeah, it was never your thing, but you also enjoyed the grind of playing the games. Whereas me, yeah. I, I rather... Until I didn't anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, until you didn't anymore. Me, I I really didn't value the money as much as I, I valued the time. Like, I, I really... Like, because cause to me, the only fun things about Hearthstone were playing the ranked ladder and playing um the the limited mode mm-hmm. uh which is arena mode um in arena mode it it cost either coins or real money mm-hmm. right yeah and you would win back relative to how much you put in and how many wins how you got yeah. you yeah. would win a uh, certain benefits which was the same exact system that was put into place for artifact the Mm -hmm. only difference was you could not earn those those tickets for free at first Mm -hmm. in their first paywall to begin with well okay yes and there was the paywall to begin (laughs) with even though you know we can argue about that forever i i still think the the reason to have the paywall is just because um smurfing and having multiple accounts where you can sell them for real-life currency, just like they do in Dota. People have Smurf accounts, 
They they yeah. create a whole bunch of this inflated MMR. They sell it to other people who are account buyers, and they ruin other people's we games. Know we know one. We know one. Yeah. 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 I mean, I get that. Um, but you could just, have yeah. that where you're you're farming free things with bots, and then you sell them for the you sell an account that has a full collection for whatever the market value is at that point, which could be three hundred dollars. You could just sell an account for three hundred dollars that you grinded on a bot for twenty four hours. I understand. Yeah, it's but, it's I mean, fucking ridiculous yeah, if you think yeah. about it that way, yeah, and it's to keep people like that out. But you know that those services would have developed instantaneously if that was not if that paywall didn't exist. Especially I mean, when you have the concept of the Steam market and how you can actually watch the market price of a full collection. Even if what? you're selling a full collection at $100, which is what it like currently is, versus $300 when it was at the release, right? Yeah. You, you are looking at people who can create scripts that... Like, I ran into bots while I played games of Artifact, I ran into what was clearly bots because they would cast cards before I even really got mine down. Like, I would play my card and theirs would already be played. And it was mm -hmm. just way too fast that a human mouse drag could not do that concept, right? Um, so, like, I... I don't know. I just... Whatever. Yeah, there's, there's, there's that issue... Um... But like, but we already talked about it. But like, they they also could could have done like a like a dust system instead of being able to sell. Yes, they sell they could back. have. They but could have. also at launch. They didn't have a mobile, which I feel like most players that even play Hearthstone are going to do it on mobile. Oh yeah, um, I think I think mobile is one of the things that could save the game or bring it back. I I know a lot of people who would probably play if it was on mobile. That's um. The issue with that also is is the Apple Store and Steam are not particularly the best. Which is friends. why it didn't launch with yeah. a mobile version. I think they have all the code for it to be a mobile version, Absolutely. but they can't get it onto fucking Apple. Yeah. So for, for those of you who 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 don't know, I guess Apple doesn't necessarily want another marketplace on its I guess system, and that's kind of like what Steam is. Steam so. wants to have well, Valve wants to have Steam as the way you can download artifact on your Apple device. And Apple is not a fan of that. So I think that Valve, instead of releasing it for just Android users, mm -hmm. which they could have done. They could have done. They should have done. They I mean, should have done. People release stuff for just Apple or just iPhones. And yeah, no, no. It's, it's totally now. a thing. And they could have actually done it. And it probably would have led to this game not being such a dramatic failure but where yeah. i think the biggest issue lies in in all honesty um and this is this is where i think a lot of people like you'll probably disagree with me just based off what you've read but mm -hmm. i think that at its heart artifact was supposed to be a social game where i would play with my friends and not necessarily worry about a ranked ladder and the social features within the game were not developed well enough at launch mm -hmm. to make that the the a the feel behind the game like i don't think mm -hmm. you picking it up for the first time would ever think oh this is a game i'm supposed to play with my friends like i did with magic or whatever 
Yeah. Because the social features just aren't weren't there on launch. You couldn't there wasn't a chat feature at first. There was not any w- any real easy way to friend request people when you played the game with them. There was not really uh like the tournament system that was built in was good, but it wasn't um as crisp as I think they kind of talked about it being. Yeah. Uh, all the social features that they wanted to really highlight didn't have the effect that they thought that they would. And they have not done anything to make those the standout features. And I think that was the biggest problem. Like a mobile version, like the tournament system being a lot better, like the ability to add people right away, or have a voice chat with your opponent in-game. Like, they could have easily done... But they didn't. It did. It's to me. It did seem like they were focusing on esports. Well, even, because because they kind of were. Yeah. They kind of yeah. were. Even even down to them announcing it at TI. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just seemed like okay. Here, here, here is this game, and we honestly, the, I honestly think that they thought this was going to explode. And and I think yeah. they did too. And I think that as an esport, it could have. I, yeah, I really do. I do think that I think the potential is still there. I think if they release the right updates next and made mm-hmm. the right steps, they could not only revamp the game, if, yeah, but they could revamp the whole pro scene and, and everything could actually be salvaged. I genuinely believe they could. It's just a matter of if they will. Yeah, I think in order to get some of those fans back, you are going to have to need some of those content creators. I I, I definitely think you do. I think yeah. that you need mobile. You need... I don't think you need free-to-play. I think you need to strip the initial paywall of $20, but I don't... No, yeah, I yeah, don't think... Free-to-play is all... is is The, the paywall is all... is my major... Con- what, my major concern. What you're saying makes sense. It's just that from looking outside looking in to a regular casual person they're going to be like i can't play this casually if i if i buy this i need to actually play it all the time or like you know what i mean I, yeah i need to i, I, I feel no like i get I, it i get it you know i i understand the the general concern i mm-hmm. i think that that's geared towards a more casual mindset um, now, me, when I was talking about I'm going to be a competitive player and stuff like that, money did not even cross my mind. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was going to buy the whole collection no matter what it cost. I knew that I was going to buy the game no matter what it cost. I knew how that much, all of this. How much, is the, how much is buying the whole collection cost now? I, I think it. Right now, it's like $80. It's, it's okay. something really, really cheap. When I mm-hmm. bought it, it was. Uh, three hundred dollars okay was what i bought it at and and i honestly didn't think that was unreasonable because if you look at that comparatively to other games like magic or hearthstone it was uh immensely cheaper and it still is it is no it is there's there's actual data to prove that so don't don't argue it (laughs) no it is but the thing about like and if I wanted to, compared, I could buy a deck that I wanted yeah. to, and I don't have to buy through packs or mm. grind or whatever dust, this 25% value dust, I don't mm. have to do that 
to get the deck like if i want to play freeze mage in hearthstone i need to have every card for freeze mage if i want that in artifact i could just go buy it for it's probably fifteen dollars right now (laughs) but if i wanted it in in hearthstone i might have to spend fifty dollars to get mm. that deck get, or $50 yeah, yeah. worth of value in dust to get that deck. Yeah. And people don't consider that predatory. I do. I think that's what I'm really getting at. That is mm. predatory because I cannot just go buy a deck of cards that I want to play. Say, forget like buying buy a whole collection. Cards, yeah. Forget buying a whole collection. I want to play that aggro deck that you're talking about, right? In Hearthstone. Okay? Mm-hmm. If I want to play that aggro deck, I need cards like Leroy Jenkins, which is a, a legendary, right? If I mm-hmm. were to buy a legendary card in Magic the Gathering or Artifact, right? I'm Well, an Artifact's not really good. Let's say it was an Axe, an Artifact. It would have been $37 to buy the one card. In Magic, there's some cards that go for $600, and people yeah. don't bat an eye. Right. But in Hearthstone, if I wanted to get Leroy Jenkins, I have to dust sixteen hundred worth of cards, which could amount to to a whole collection of commons. Right. But I'm still doing it. And then I'm going to spend fifty dollars to get the other pieces of that aggro deck. And I get all this other random shit that I'm going to dust for twenty five percent value to try and also get that aggro deck all for one deck. Right. Mm. Whereas an yeah. artifact, I spend fifteen dollars, I get that deck, and now I can go play that deck for as many times as I want. Yeah, I mean, and when I'm done with that deck, I can flip it and buy the next deck that I want. <laughs> I yeah, I get that. I can't say like I, Hearthstone has its own problems. Like I'm not here to defend Hearthstone. It does, and um, Hearthstone players are spoiled, more spoiled than they know. Uh, yeah. Like if, and I think that if you look at the actual and i'm sorry i'm i keep talking over you and stuff like that but i am heated now and i'm fucking pissed (laughs) and i want to talk about it even though we're way over time i really do want to talk about it because it 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 means something to me i am mad that i love this game it's a beautiful game it's a great game and everybody shits on it for literally the dumbest fucking reasons in my opinion yeah and, and, and like, a, like I, I, Hearthstone has its own problems. I don't really know too much about Magic. Coming from my background um, of Yu-Gi-Oh, I know just for that you can you can specifically some some of those cards run for thousands of dollars. Yeah, but the, the, but the 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 game is so vast that if I don't have that card specifically, then I could potentially have a card that is similar to it that's substituted, but maybe isn't as good. So it's like the budget version of that. And so that's another thing that it has advantage of larger cards. Or there's more cards. But that's the thing. This was but, the base set yeah. for Artifact. You can't it's, expect yeah, exactly. that. That's what exactly. expansions are supposed really to do. Yeah. And yeah. people need to just, like, if they release a free-to-play version that still has some some paying to it to yeah like to if they win have a free or whatever version, but you don't get a deck you just have to go and like, yeah get your own deck or something that would be fun like like strip the the free to play like if you download the game you should not get any of the rewards that people who paid for the game got like you shouldn't yeah. get those two decks you should not get the five event tickets you should not get the 10 packs you should get literally the base set of cards whatever mm-hmm. that may be 
maybe minus some of the heroes. I would even be okay with that. Like if you didn't get all the rare heroes or whatever. And here, grind until you get the, and, the these heroes, or pay for them. Yeah, or and pay that, for. And that'd, be, and that'd be a lot better system to me, in my opinion. No, it it probably would be a lot better system in a lot of people's eyes, and I'm fine with that. Like I I'm not salty that I had to pay. Right. That's kind well, of what I, I I venture to say most people are not this willing to spend as money on, on, on this stuff as you are. Competitive players are. And I think that that's that's are. where yeah, that's, that's where you have to kind of separate me is my mindset going into the game was I'm competing full stop. So, like, that's why it doesn't matter to me. It's not it. It's not that money doesn't matter to me. It's that the money that I was going to spend on this, I saw a way I could earn it back in more based on knowing my ability in card games and my knowledge of card games. I expected to be in the top 1% of players, maybe 5% at worst, like was my, my goal for myself, right? I wanted to be top one percent so you need all the cards i don't care who you are you need all the cards you can't make it in the game without all of the cards and that's how it is for a lot of card games you can't make it in the game at the highest competitive level expansion comes out and you gotta buy all yeah and i was fine with that i i literally was okay with that so the money aspect to me i don't want to really harp on because i'm not a casual right Mm -hmm. But the the concepts I can relate to the casuals on is the the custom game modes I think was needed at launch. Some kind of Tavern Brawl-esque system or Innkeeper-esque system I would have been totally fine with. But the biggest other thing... Or like some type of system where you get you can experience the cards that you can't have. Well, they have that. They have that. It didn't... Now, granted, at first it wasn't released for free, which was bullshit, and then they fixed that. They released it for free, and they kept some players because of that, and then then people kept losing, and they were like, oh, RNG sucks. Do you think think it was a a situation of make a good first impression, and it made a bad first impression? No, I, I think it was genuinely... Uh, Valve was too prideful to listen to their audience. Mm. I I really genuinely believe that if they oh, would have yeah. if they would have listened to the core concepts that were raised when they were raised mm. and did something more at the time because they did include new freeways in their first update they they included freeways to earn cards up to a certain level and if you look at the value that you actually get from it it is insanely good and i i am baffled that that didn't keep as many players they did add the free draft mode where you could experience the whole collection even without paying for anything um they they did some of these things but the things that they didn't address were putting free cards in the free modes that like hearthstone has like in hearthstone you earn the coins by you don't have to play arena to earn coins right yeah you can play standard play and get coins and that's free to play right 
even even the the tavern system you yeah the tavern system that's that's great yeah yeah that's great example you can if you beat all the heroes then you get you get a free pack or whatever right or or when you when you um play tavern brawl every week and you get one win in tavern brawl you get a pack of cards or whatever it may be there was no free play free way to earn cards other than grinding your profile level which was done through any play tournament uh expert play or standard play so that was kind of their their way to combat this but people were like well what if i get a perfect run which is five wins before you lose two games right Mm -hmm. they were like if I get a perfect run, don't I deserve at least a pack of cards? Yeah. And Valve didn't do that. Yeah. If they would have done that, I think they would have kept probably 50% of the players. Honestly, I, I think you would have gotten 45% more casual players easy. And then there would have been the remaining 3% of competitive players who were losing stream viewers mm. who left the game. I genuinely think that's where a lot of the stuff left was because some of those issues that were raised were just not taken seriously enough. Hmm. So it wasn't just the first impression then. It was like, here's the issues. Here's the audience saying, hey, these are what the issues are. And and Valve just being like, nah, pretty much. No, no, not, not Valve being like, nah, Valve being like, silent okay because it took them two months to release their first big update then it took them three months from their first big update to be like hey we're still working on something Hmm. hence why there's not a lot of faith in the game being revived is because it took them three months to be like Hey, by the way, this is going to take a significant amount of time. Yeah, and you could have just fair, said that right up front. Yeah, to be fair, they haven't made a game since Dota Two. Well, they're also very shitty at communication, which yeah. me being a Dota Two person was was okay with that and fine with that. But you had people coming from Hearthstone, people coming from Magic, people coming from all these other games, not just Dota or not just things that are involved with Valve. So those people were not ready for that yeah they expected a certain level of candor that yes because valve doesn't have anybody who handles pr yeah Mm. they don't they don't issues yeah issues issues to be squared off they really do have a lot of big issues um but we don't have to harp on it forever. I think we should end yeah. the show because That's we're fine. we're way too deep into this. <laughs> we're two hours and twenty four minutes in, um, yeah. and I I feel like we are we definitely went way over, and we were not expecting to go this far over. We so, yeah. Um, yeah. if anybody is still in at this point, you know this is one of those lengthy pods. Maybe we'll put that in the description so that you know to break it up if you were uh, a dedicated viewer of ours which i know that there are several who listen to us a lot so um yeah. uh i do it was a fun it was a fun conversation it today. was a I fun like conversation fired up. 
You gotta do this more often. Dark magician or blue eyes white dragon? Holy shit. Blue eyes white dragon. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. All right. Um, so I wouldn't know how to answer that. <laughs> well, you know, I had to give my best. <laughs> um, first two things for you. Witch doctor or visage? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, hard, baby. But, I know it's hard, uh, but you got to do it. I'd probably have to go witch doctor. Witch doctor. Oh, yeah. Look at old, it go. Old reliable. <laughs> old reliable. Okay. Yeah. That's the show. All right. All right.